don't tea, no shade, uh, LNJ, what type of tea they serving, is it Lipton, probably the type that Kermit be sipping, take your mouth and start the clicking, this dope trio delivering substance, with subjects that's busting, uh, make you want to join a discussion, real people, real topics, with a little bit of gossip, out in the bay, ripping 8-1 trade, uh, it's all tea, no shade, all tea, no shade. What's going on, Sippers? We got a special episode for y'all on this day. Getting, giving you guys and girls a little bit of fellas talk. You know, we don't do too much guy talk on Altino Shade because we got to give a little bit of love to the ladies. That's why we have L. So right now, just me and my homie Remy talking hey. a little bit, just kicking the shit. Hey. Ain't no telling what's going to be said on this episode. Oh, I might get a little wild. It might get a little wild. Should we talk about Costa Rica? Should we talk about Panama? I don't know. Oh, we're going that far back? <laughs> that what we doing? I don't know if they're ready for all that. What's been going on, though? What were we just talking about before we got started in here? Relationships, man. We was talking about struggles and, you know, struggles of being single from your perspective and struggles of being in a relationship with all the different issues that go along with it, depending on the type of person that you're with. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about Remy asked me. He's, Remy said, Sipper, is that he think I might be a little too picky. Listen. He said, I got too many options. Let me tell you something. <laughs> That's never true. That's never true. I think I think everybody that sees Jay on uh, Tinder or something like that. They probably you know they probably swipe right. You know what I'm saying? It was some bullshit. And, and when everybody's swiping right on you, then you know what I'm saying. You, you might you might your standards might be a little too high. You know how I many swipe rights I, I, I get? I get way too many credit, too much credit. That's not the case. I don't know, man. Did you ever see that video I did? Um, I actually did a video on my phone where I swipe right on everybody yeah. on my Tinder. Yeah, everyone. I what? got like three three matches three out of matches. all that. Hold up, but you you get you get matches like on a regular basis. No, that's not that's, true. Oh man, Bye. that's what y'all think. I actually do not do well in online dating. Yeah, in the online dating space, me personally, I don't do well. I've gotten a lot of people who think that I'm on there as a player right. that that I'm not single yeah. or whatnot. But I'm like, why cannot? And I'm I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm not. No model or anything, but I think I'm an attractive guy. But the so I can like hold Jay. my own. <laughs> the ladies like Jay. <laughs> I can hold my own, but it doesn't mean I can't be online listen, dating. Listen, let me tell y'all about Jay a little bit. Oh God! <laughs> so when we went to, uh, I believe it was Panama. When we went to Panama, we wasn't really expecting to like really just be at, at least between me and Ed. I mean, we just regular <laughs> dudes, you know, just a bunch of regular motherfuckers. Just out, you know, chilling or whatever. But Jay, in in like that public space, he has an aura about him, and just women just end up just there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you no. know what I'm saying? Whether they there for him or whether they there for the crew. Or whatever. But what, what did I do though? What did I do? Hey, you did, you did, you did what you were supposed to do. We appreciate. It. <laughs> I looked out for them. Yeah, Jay. Jay I looked out great. for them. I Jay was I was passing on man. the women for for my homies. Yeah, Jay, Jay was a great wingman. Like I I. I I, I, I would not have had as good of a time as I had if if Jay wasn't there attracting the ladies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I, dating dating has become very very frustrating as we were talking about earlier. Like Remy is in a healthy relationship. He's been out of the game for a year and a half, and I was telling him sippers that from the guy's perspective, it it can be very frustrating because a lot of people, a lot of women, aren't emotionally available. All right even though they think they are or they don't do a lot of um, communicating yeah. um, of of the feelings in the way that they that should be done in the relationship. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time a woman apologized to you? Can you just mm. <laughs> outside of my women friends, my women know, friends apologize. About, let's say within the dating space or relationships or whatever. Man, I couldn't even tell you See, last like, time. That's that's one of our big complaints ladies. It's like women I mean, aside from just, you know, communication in general, it's very rare for a man to experience a woman admitting that she did something wrong, at least like openly admitting. Like it's one thing to act like, you know, you fucked up. But as direct communicators like Jay and I are, sometimes we just want to want to hear you say, like, you know what? That was that was my bad. I apologize. I knew you to say I fucked up. Yeah. It's just say the word. Just say I'm sorry. Because we are going to do that. We are 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 we believe that open Direct communication is very important, and the best way for you to understand what I'm saying is for me to say it. You know yeah, what I'm but also, women think women expect men to say it. Right. 
I ain't gonna say that women. I don't well, want. I don't want to categorize. I don't. I don't. I don't want to categorize the entire demographic. I, a lot I, of women expect men to hear the words. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I fucked I, up. I, I think know? for the well, and, and there's mad R and B songs about it and shit like that too. Yeah, they've definitely been conditioned to a degree, because you know it's it's not it's not rare. So it's but it's it's rare for women to be openly communicative. So we we trying to change the culture. There's a culture of like. Miscommunication or non-communication, yeah. I think, amongst women when it comes to relationships and dating and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's probably my biggest frustration yeah. in the dating but, dating world. But, you know, just to, like I was saying to Jay before, just to, um, th- there's, 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 a, there's give and take to it. Like, men are not as strong at, at expressing our feelings or, you know, even being in touch with those feelings as women are. Women are, are significantly better in, at that. So, it, you know, we all have our uh, friends. I think it's I, just a difference between the sexes. I do think women are better expressing their feelings, the, the wide range of feelings. Well, being open to emotions. Yes, being open, being open to, to emotions. emotions. I don't yeah. think that they are better than men at getting to the point about those emotions and just being done with it. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. most, I think most men will say how they feel. And they be done with it, right? right? And not, not drag it on. But you know, for me, I think that I want a healthy relationship, yeah. and I I'm looking for a healthy relationship. But the modern day dating is is not as it once was. Right. And <clears throat> so, for those of you who are out of the dating game, try to stay out of the dating game. Don't get yes. back in it. Yeah. Try to make it work. It doesn't look as, as beautiful as you might think. Like it, it's it's trash out here. And one thing that um we were talking about before I hit record, uh, Remy was talking about how there. If you listen to other episodes, Remy has not always been a fan of marriage, Mm-mm. and uh, he said he's getting kind of to the point where his girl is kind of like, okay, what are we gonna do? Yeah. And he was talking about how things are. There are some things that he really absolutely loves. And there are other things that he doesn't. And that's all relationships. And he said, do I look past this thing that I don't like to try to make it work yeah. or do I not? And I think that's all relationships. You got to get, get to that point where you have to understand, is, is the thing that I don't like about my partner worth me not wanting to marry them? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it just for, for, a, for a person, it depends on like what you feel like your big things are and every relationship you know I, I i'm in changes me in some way or modifies me in to some degree so that in the next relationship i'm sort of like hypersensitive to that thing you know what i mean like yeah like you know one of my first big relationships me and my my girl were were hyper competitive yeah. with each other. Like we, we, we felt we we helped, we consistently had to sun each other. Like it was just part of our dynamic, and it was something that she generated. I've never been that type of person, but I tend to, um, I, like I said, I change within my relationship. Mm-hmm. So it made me more like that, but it also made me not like that in other people because I don't like to be confrontational, more or less, for no reason. You know what I mean? Just, just her. She she used to describe it as like she always wanted a man who would challenge her. So she liked the idea mm. of a man that, you know, his intellect was strong enough that if she said something that he didn't necessarily agree with, he could express himself in a way that, you know, would make her feel like she could learn something. So you must you, you, you get into a relationship with somebody with like an, an ego, which I definitely had an ego. And yeah. she would try to sun me a lot. So I would try to sun her right back. And we didn't. It didn't always. It wasn't always a healthy. It, it thing. wasn't healthy. It yeah. Was, we used to tear each other down a lot of ways. See, I'm not looking for that. I'm not looking for. I'm not looking for the competitive relationship. And I don't get me wrong. I think it's really good to have to challenge one another, to push one another, yeah. to become better versions of yourself. Oh, baby, right. you can do better than that. Like this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Match me. Like I get that energy. Yep. But I don't want to feel like I'm in a in a, in a competition every damn day with yeah. you. Like trying to up the other the other person. So what, what did you think about uh? B. Simone's whole thing about um, she wouldn't date a, a man with a nine to five. To, have, that's 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 okay. Like I I understand her perspective, and and she is entitled to that perspective to say, you know what, I'm a hustler. Right. I like to start my own business. I want a man who's going to be on that, that same energy. Yeah. Right. It's okay to match energy. Like I, I'm not against that. Yeah. But the problem I have is that a lot of people 
who aren't even doing their own business is expecting their man to be doing something that they themselves aren't doing, right? Oh, I'm I'm not going to date a man who works nine to five, but you're doing your own business, but you ain't making no money. Right. So that man doing nine to five could be making more money than what you are. Yeah. So so why not date that person? Well... (laughs) That's that's the game, <laughs> cause like we talked about before, that the pretty girl privilege is so real, and you know if you have a certain level of attractiveness, you you can more or less you know demand whatever you want, yeah, you know, from whatever you feel like you're looking for. And there's there's plenty of, of women out here that that decided a long time ago the trophy wife is my goal. Like I'm not trying to work, I'm not trying to do this, I'm not trying to do anything. I just want to find a dude who's gonna take care of me. And you know, even that, even that, be careful what you wish for. That's that's how I look at that. If you go, if you want a man who's gonna take care of you in every aspect and pay all your bills, then you gotta be ready to accept all the bo- other bullshit that comes with it. For sure, the cheating, they, they, the expectation of cleaning the house, those, the those cooking. Those dudes can be hella controlling. Yeah, like I do everything for you. I do everything. So not so, saying it's right, yeah, but you just you just got you gotta be careful what you wish for. Did you see that video of the um, young lady? Someone posted a video on whitelist. Um, about the one, the lady who's saying she will belittle her man mm-hmm. if he doesn't make double what she makes. Belittle her man. Yeah, let me find it real quick. Let me find this for you. I'm gonna play a little bit of clip. Like when I saw it, I immediately was just turned off completely. There are a lot of women that feel like this. Okay. But you should be making double what I make. That being said, it's because I've held broke men down. I've been played by broke men. <laughs> and personally, it doesn't pay off. So I won't do it again. And wow. it is what it is. It's not hard to find someone who makes twice what I make. I personally attract people who make like a whole spectrum. Pretty girl that being said, if you are broke and I choose to deal with you, I will belittle you. Let me take, let me take a look. You heard that again? Let me see. Let me see oh. And I reserve the right to do that. And also, if you want to cheat, cheat at your own risk. My man should make double what I make. Yeah, if you are broke and I choose to deal with you, yeah. I will belittle you. Yeah. Now, that's toxic as fuck. It is. It is. It is very toxic. But <laughs> at the same time, to a degree, it's, it's almost like knowing your worth. Because if you know, like... If you, if you know that you can attract somebody who, who will make double your worth and you're with somebody who doesn't make double your worth, you're never going to be looking at that person the way that you want to be looking at that person. Hey, look, everyone is entitled to a preference. Yeah, everybody but here's, here's my issue. This is my issue. She she is contradicting herself, right? Right. right. She says, if I choose... Mm-hmm. Choose means I am making the, the decision. If I choose to date a a man who makes less than me, or less than double, or less than double, I will belittle you. How can you belittle someone that you are choosing to get in a relationship with? Yeah. Either you're gonna get in it and accept that person for who they are, right. or don't get in it at all. For sure. That so that that's another thing. That I've dealt with in the past when, Where women kind of like On one hand On one hand you just kind of like Get out in these streets And look for what you're looking for And on the other hand You find somebody who you think Has a lot of those qualities And then you try to like it, From their perspective I think she thinks of it as like Trying to develop those qualities In that person mm. But yeah What she's what it sounds like she's saying Is to- pretty toxic and abusive Like you don't You don't want to do that to somebody And, and it, I mean But then, what, on, on what? the other hand, if a man is in a relationship and he's actually willing to endure that, I mean, well, what kind of dude is that? You know what I mean? What man, his right mind, will get with someone who is openly telling you that they are going to belittle you if you do not make double with what I do? Yeah. That's the problem. I personally wouldn't do it. Like, matter of fact, women like that, all they would get is hard dick. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and that basically so that, that, that goes back to what I was saying about my first relationship where it's like if 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 your relationship is built on the foundation of like of like 
sunning the, the person that you're with yeah there's, there's some there's definitely some toxicity in that there's some bad shit that comes out of that and it you know I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't think about when they get into those those types of relationships and they think that's what they want. Yeah, I um but I but at, on, on the other hand I ain't mad at show you. I I ain't mad that she wants that that she knows what she can attract. If if you But know, can she though? She, can she? She says she has. I don't know her. I, I, I think that's know, a lot a lot of time that's a lot of there, There's certain like that's that's But I mean she did say she did say it's not hard yeah. to find someone to to make double what she makes, maybe she's not making a whole lot. Maybe right. she's only making thirty thousand a year, <laughs> right? Right, right? So maybe maybe it's not that hard. Yo, I'm I'm petty enough to get with Shorty and then be like be like going to her job, fucking up her shit. Like, <laughs> but does that mean that she does, does that give the guy a right to belittle her? Of course, <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? But that's that's what I'm saying. Like that. So that's the slippery slope. If you're with somebody and you feel justified in in diminishing that person for one reason reason or another. If, if he's any kind of self-respecting dude and and if, if he's self-respecting like to the point where uh he's he's not gonna take your shit mm. dumb enough to actually be a part of a part of your shit yeah he's going to turn that around on you at every opportunity i've done it i've been there like you push me i'm gonna push back at some point i'm gonna find a way to push back and i'm gonna push hard you know what i'm saying so it's like if that's what you want that's what mm. you're gonna get you know I, um, every right to belittle her <laughs> We all have preferences, right? And so, if if that is her perspective, and if that's the perspective of a lot of different women out there, they are entitled to that. Yeah. But but why do men get so much shit when we say we don't want to date? Uh, well, I should put it like this: there was a comment in in that thread mm-hmm. that someone said that she is not pretty enough to be um, asking for. That kind of thing, right? And then someone else said, "Well, that's her preference. We, we shouldn't, we shouldn't belittle her. Why are black women the only women who make concessions in dating?" All right? And I was like, "That's yeah. not. That's false. Yeah, that's a whole projection. I was like, that's not. That's a false statement. That's th- like black women. Black women. I, I love y'all. Um, y'all are amazing, beautiful, beautiful human beings. Black women get whatever they want. But y'all are not the only uh, demographic who makes concessions." In the dating game It's a false statement I don't Yeah I mean to me To me black women And Spanish women Are some of the most Beautiful women in the world And I think Ultimately You can get whatever you want Like black women To me especially Have very strong preferences And a lot of times I don't fit in that demographic But I'm not running around Like oh but what about me You know what I'm saying Like you like what you like And that's fine Exactly That's like me saying That's like black men saying Well black men Are the only men Who have to make concessions About Dating Women who aren't yeah, thicker. That's not true at all. <laughs> like everyone does that. Yeah, everybody. Everyone makes concessions about certain things. That's just how how it goes. And I think for me in, in the dating the dating game that I am in, it has been a struggle Stirring. finding black women who accept a black man like me. Right. I'm not your typical black man. Like I'm not your. Uh, Super aggressive black man. That's not me. I I'm in touch with my feelings. I communicate. I can I communicate yeah. my feelings and You're my emotions. Dude. You're a I'm, good dude. I'm open minded about life. I'm a spiritual. guy I'm not a Christian. You know what I mean? Like I I like reading. I like sunsets. Yeah. I like playing football. I like so many different things. And in the black culture, that's not always been an acceptable thing, mm. right? So that's kind of been a struggle, but you can't, I'm not going to give up on it. That's just part. I, I just take it as charge it to get charge it to the game. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and for sure, even though it might not seem like the the rule or the the standard, there's definitely exceptions. There's definitely women out there, look looking for a J. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, somebody out there, yeah. some woman out there is looking for a J. But. But keep in mind, Jay has standards. <laughs> Jay, That's right. Jay, I ain't making Jay, no goddamn concessions. Yeah, Jay, Jay is that. only gonna make so many concessions <laughs> as far as what he's gonna he's gonna tolerate. He likes a nice, sexy, confident. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? Everyone says that I'm like this super, super picky guy. Like, I, I think we, we I think we project that on you. Like, I don't yeah. I don't even know what you're attracted to, but I do know that women are attracted uh, like. A lot of the women that I come across that, yeah. that know you are yeah. attracted to you, so I could see you 
um, having certain standards based off of that. You know what I'm saying? I um. But based on what you've told, you like what we've talked about. It's not necessarily that your standards are too high. It's a lot of times that you end up with people who don't seem like don't seem like they know what they want. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to you, you 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 put it out there like this is what i want i like this i'm with this let's do this and they're just kind of like eh, man, man. <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely know? and look i think i think a lot of people are, are a lot of people who are not trying to be part of the casual dating life anymore probably struggle the same way that i struggle with finding something serious right because we live in a casual dating world right now yeah and there's nothing wrong with that casual dating space if that's if you're in that casual dating mind frame. Right. But once you move out of that casual dating mind frame, you're looking for something serious. It becomes a if I it becomes difficult to find. Yeah. So for me, it's not that I'm picky. It's just that I absolutely know what I want, and not even want. I know what I need. Yeah. So I refuse to entertain a woman who is not meeting those needs. And I don't look for this super fine woman. Like, you ain't got to be no dime. I mean, I ain't going to date no three. No threes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't dating no three. But you ain't got to be no ten because I'm not a ten. Right. You, you know what I mean? Know. Like, you got to understand levels. the levels to it. Yeah. At least for me. Some people say, you know, physical attraction doesn't matter. I think that's bullshit. I think it, I think we need to be attracted to some level physically. Yeah, that's, that's 100%. Like, Yeah, but I just... Communication, man, is so... Like, I've done enough... Of shitty relationships I have been the cause Of a lot of bad relationships right. In the past in my 20s And I've gotten to a point Where my next one I wanted to be Real yeah. and long term And we can communicate about our feelings How we feel And everything and Remy said Jay yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't gonna find that you ain't yeah, gonna yeah. find that so, Women I was like well, well so I don't know I think, I, think, I think it is very realistic That you can find everything else that you feel like you want, but that communication piece is is like a unicorn to me because I think I think especially when it comes to you know just the the sexes alone, every every individual communicates in their own way, but it's pretty common for women to use more indirect means of communication. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women, like I think, one of the sexiest thing things in the world to a woman is a man. Who just knows what she wants. I've like heard that a lot. I've heard I heard that a lot, and so, that that so, is true. Yeah, that so, is true. So because that's something that they want, they kind of you know end up conditioned to communicate in different ways mm-hmm. in order to sort of find that. Mm-hmm. And then once they once they come across somebody who seems like they have that, it you know it it, it gives them a rush. It's like, yeah. oh, this this is it right here. Yeah. So. But at the same time, it's not realistic. Like, nobody can read your mind all the time. Like, nobody always understands what you want. But there is some some value in that because once you know somebody or you've been with somebody for mm-hmm. a long time, there's you, you start to understand absolutely. things about them and things that they yeah, want. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And even men, I think as men, a lot of us don't even appreciate <clears throat> that we, we end up getting that, that, that because a lot of women are like that. We get the benefit of that mm-hmm. in a relationship. Like I, mm-hmm. like I told you, one of my favorite things about my girl is she just makes sure that I'm fed. I don't even have to think about food. Yeah. <laughs> like she makes sure that that's taken care of. Yeah. And I, I make sure I try to, you know, show that I value that on a regular basis. because. And that's important. Yeah. That's important because yeah. the last thing you want to do, and this is for all sippers listening, is have a partner who is showing you that they love you in a certain way and you don't show them that you appreciate it. Because mm-hmm. we all want to be appreciated. Right, and so I've never had someone just. Oh, well, I've also been single for damn four years now, which is crazy, bro. Like I'm like, damn, Jay, you've been single four years, but I've had a lot of fun right. in those four years. Too much fun, Jay. Too much fun. I don't know that. Is that is that, is that such a thing as, as too much fun? I don't know. I don't, you ain't told me no stories. <laughs> nah, I mean, I just. The last two years, I've definitely been trying to, yeah. trying to. Yeah. So, as as a person who's who is in a relationship, what's been the dopest thing about being in the relationship outside of getting your food I mean, without without having to ask for it, well, which I think is cool. Yeah, I, I I definitely I just don't like I don't like the dating life at all. I don't like the the games that have to be played. I don't like 
you know, like so so much of it is like trying to figure out what this person is about and then also trying to play your role in a certain way and not necessarily being yourself, but being who you you think is, is the, like you're, you're your dating self. And then, mm. you know, when you're in a relationship, you're you're you yeah. so being able to be with somebody who is themselves and not, you know, all this extra layers of bullshit that you deal with somebody when you're dating them or whatever. I just I just love being with like an actual person that being in a relationship. I mean, it's, it's got its, its difficulties, but it's infinitely yeah. better to me than, yeah. than the dating life. I think when you're young, you got a lot more patience for that. But mm. you know, once you get to a certain age, it's like, let's uh, let's let's stop fucking around and playing all these games, and let's just, you know, make something more. You know, my um, my mom. Shout out to my mom, Miss Gwen. Miss Gwen. She uh, she's been with her boyfriend now for over a year. Mm. My mom moved down here obviously after I did, and got into a relationship before I did. Right. But the thing about older people, I won't call her old, even though my mom's birthday is June 28th, she'll be 64, um, is that they just did it. She was like, he was like, look, I like you, you like me, yeah. let's make it work. Yeah, well, I think when they were dating for the, after, after, I think you get to a point, mm-hmm. you just want somebody, you don't want to be alone. You want somebody to, to spend time with. Spend quality time with, yeah. create memories with, and you figure out how to make it work. Yeah. Somehow we've gotten to a point as millennials and Generation X, and that we make so many excuses as to why we can't get in a relationship. Like it's got to be this perfect thing, yeah. when it doesn't have to be that way. If you got good chemistry and you like you, he like you, and you like him, give it a fucking try. And, give it a chance. And I think that's that's one of the big things that millennials don't do is. Like dating, dating for us tends to be the trial and, you know, we develop like a sexual relationship, but then there's no actual real relationship. But the real relationship, I think, is the trial. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's when you're going to figure out whether you want to be with somebody because you don't know anybody. You don't know this person while you're dating them. But if if you're in a relationship and you're everything I'm about right now is, is you. Everything you're about right now is me as far as, you know, relationships go. You, you have other things in your life or whatever, but you're yeah. the only person I'm with and, and whatever. Then I think you you start to figure out if you can actually grow with this person. But a lot of us don't even get that far because, yeah, because because a lot of our own things that we feel like we want shut that out. And I, I think women are a lot worse at that than men. Like some of the standards that women have, I don't even know. <laughs> like, like I, 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 that's another one. One of the things that makes me not like being in the dating world because that shit makes me insecure when I think about yeah. all the things that women talk about that they want. I'm, yeah, I'm just not. Like, I can't. I can't compete with all. Can't of compete with that. Yeah. Can't compete with that. I, um, I do hope to get to a point where I can just be like, look, fuck it. Like we, I like you. Yeah, and let's do this. And I'm, I'm almost there. Like I really, a few years ago, I adopted the philosophy that. To find more reasons to be with someone than excuses as to why you can't be with someone. Right. As long as that the things that you you can't, as long as they're not major red flags. Yeah. If there are major red flags, I'm not gonna look past that. But it's if it's something going back to conce- to concessions. I don't have any kids. Ideally, I would date a woman who doesn't have any kids. Right. But I'm thirty fucking nine. Right. Right. And so a concession is. I'm gonna date a woman with kids, one to two kids, because the chance of defiling a woman with no kids at this age yeah. is slim to none. For sure. Right? So you can't cut your cut off your nose to spite your face. Right? We all make certain concessions. But anyway, it is what it is. Yeah. So one of the, one of the other things that Remy and I have uh in common is, is our love for music. So what is something right now, Remy, some music that you love that you listen to that likes my shit? I'm gonna try to find. I'm gonna try to play it. Cause I know I love music, man. Oh man, you kind of put me on the spot. I'm put you on the spot. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the spot. So I I, I, I tend to go. Uh, I, I tend to fall in and out of love with with music in general. Um, How you gonna fall out of love with music though? More, it's more so I get into something else and then I stop listening to music for like long periods of time. See, I I've never done that. Yeah, never. Yeah, so like as of right now, I, I haven't even been up on anything new lately. I mean, I 
so no, the, the the most common place where I find new music um, is listening to Joe Button's podcast because they have a I like Joe Button. Yeah, they, yeah they, they have like a section of their podcast where they do sleepers, mm. and uh, all four of them play like a different song, and at least two, like two of those songs is just Flames. fucking crazy. Yeah, I like I, I gotta find. Are it. you a fan of uh, Killer Mike? Uh, like his oh his music his music. As a person in general, like he you know, he's a big, pretty big spokesman I, out in the black I like, community. I like a couple of uh, songs by Running Jewels. I wouldn't say I'm. A All right, so you know, Running Jewels yeah, just dropped yeah. a new album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's his song. Two songs I love the most on there. I'm gonna play it real quick. You tell me what you think. Separate. Tell me what you think. It's called Ooh La La, Run the Jewels. This is Killer Mike. I can never think about the other guy's name. He raps with his album. White guy. That beat is hard. I like that. Greg Nice, producer. Looking for M's like okay. I lost a friend Jump out of my bed like where the bread You go hold the egg, waiter bring the check When we talk, we call it the car That shit hard, Keep right? Your thoughts, like we'll dressed like at that. the crack of dawn Weapons But they got that song That's called Ooh La La And shout out to B.Y. She's a, she's a, used to be a Tampa native hip hop artist Who's out in California now She did a little bit remix of this song Cause she actually has a couple tracks With the producer, Greg Knight So that was that song And then they have this one right here called out of sight. Remind me of a 90s fit, 90s feel. Yeah, this is um this is off the uh, Run the Jewels four, I think yeah. actually, um and that one actually features two chains, but I didn't get to the two chains part. Uh-huh. So yeah, Run the Jewels is something I'm banging every day, and I you know what I love about Spotify? Spotify is always if you are you a Spotify person? Mm-hmm. So do you ever go to your um Discover Weekly Mm-mm. playlist, bro? It, it it's hard for me to find new music like because. I get I get so I I think I've gotten to the point where I, I gravitate towards my old shit just because I want to hear something I like. Yeah. But even then, I have trouble. Like I was on the way here, I was like cycling through music and I couldn't find nothing I wanted to listen to because I'm just not in the music phase Man, right Discover now. Weekly curries shit. That's just one of the things, that's one of the things I like most about you is that you like your 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 music music tastes are still open enough that you can still find new stuff to like. And I like most of the people I know my age, they 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 don't really they're not open. Wait, here's the thing: like I don't want to be my parents. Yeah, I don't want to be that person sure. that says, "Oh, I don't know who's hot. Yeah. I don't know what's good." Right. If you're a fan of music, you should be able to always find something and stay in touch with it. Yeah, like I don't want to be out of touch. I don't be. A, I don't want to be an out of touch old person. Exactly. And you and know the what whole, I mean? when you get to to a place where you're like, well, music during this time was way better than music now, even though you don't even listen to music now. So you can't even make that as an accurate statement. I always hate when people do that. Mm-hmm. So like my, my father, he never liked hip hop or whatever, but that's because he stopped listening <laughs> to music mm-hmm. in the 80s. And, you know, he always he grew up on like R&B. That's what he's always liked. But what's funny about that is sometimes we'll talk now and he'll mention a hip hop song and I'm like, oh, OK, <laughs> like I, I see you trying to, trying. trying to, you know, trying to branch out a little bit. Yeah, so that's that's one song. I, it's another song that I'm really on to right now. Do you know who Ro James is? I do. Uh, well, he got a song called what, Permission? Permission. He got a song called Permission, but yeah, the one that the I one really I like remember. is this one right here called Slow Down. Is it new? New. Okay. We're giving y'all some bangers right now, Sippers. <laughs> You're going to thank me later. Yeah, I like this already. I want y'all just to turn the volume up in the car, where you're listening to. I want you to vibe out with this song. 
ago um and then you know to pick up a car but i decided against it because it was kind of like in the midst of everything and i was like i don't even want to the idea of being on a plane right now just stresses me out you know what i mean like i, I don't even like i don't even leave my, my house right now because i don't want to have to go somewhere with a mask on like you know, when i go to the grocery store or whatever i just stay away from people but having to be out with a mask just i don't like it so i feel like that's what being like how soon are you gonna fly again two weeks two weeks where you going i'm going to puerto rico all right oh yeah that's right that's over july right. weekend man oh boy that, that trip that flight round trip ticket was 134 dollars yeah and i just gotta get away man yeah. i gotta get away my guy 2020 has been a hell of a year and i don't think any of us expected to be going through what we're going through or to have so many things happening yeah uh you, you went somewhere a couple weeks ago too, didn't you? A couple weeks ago? Maybe like a month? Orlando? Was it Orlando? No, I, I thought it was uh, Miami. Was it Miami? Oh, no, it was back in, that was back in March. Like, that was like two months ago. Yeah, that was back in March. We went to Miami. We went to, I went to Miami before all this happened. Well, it kind of, it, it had just started to break. Yeah. When it, when, it, when it happened. We were already, we were supposed to go to um, Jazz in the Gardens uh, for a concert. Me and a couple of friends and... The, the concert got canceled, but we had already had our Airbnb paid for. Yeah. It was like, well, we can't get our money back, right. so we we just gonna lose some money. So we just went. We all, we all went out there. We had a good time in Miami. Um, didn't do anything extravagant. I think we went to one small little house party, a couple of restaurants. Most of the time, we just chilled out at the house that we had rented and watched TV and talked and had a good time. Right. Um, but I'm ready to go, man. So, you know, Puerto Rico, I've never been to Puerto Rico. Originally, I was going to go to uh, St. Thomas. And if you've never been to St. Thomas, the Virgin Island Sippers, you definitely have to go to St. Thomas. This is a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, and so I was going to go back there for my second time. Um, then it, it, the fight got canceled. And so I had a voucher. And so I went, you know, a few weeks ago, I went on there looking and said, where, where can I go at the U.S. territory that I've never been to? Really, only got two options. Puerto Rico, St. Thomas, and so I ended up in Puerto Rico. Trip was, ticket was $134 round trip. So I'm ready to go. I'm definitely going to do that, but I'm not going to do any uh, major international traveling. Right. I am going back home to Virginia in in October. I haven't been back in over two years. Right. You know, outside of that, man. Just kind of over it, man. I'm over it. And it's also messing up my, my dating my dating life as well. Because yeah. I... I had vowed to be done with online dating. Yeah. And that I was going just to meet women in face to face. Going right, back right. to old school. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fuck it. I'm walking up to every woman who I think attractive and I'm just gonna try to talk. Mm. Now that that backfire, obviously. Twenty twenty was like, no, you ain't. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. ain't doing none of that. And then COVID COVID nineteen hit and I was like, Well, how like, am I gonna meet somebody? <laughs> So yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely wild out here. I uh, 
yeah i haven't even like looked at flights or places or anything i mean i tend to, i when it when it comes to travel anyways i tend to gravitate towards um whatever people i know are doing so like when you, when you brought up puerto rico I, I think i looked into it and i was like i'm, I'm just not ready yet I'm just not ready like i, I don't even direction either yeah, yeah. I, I i haven't even like gotten out into the streets and started to really like get back into my lifestyle yet because i'm just still so so cautious about all of this and just worried about it so i'm, I'm giving it more time but i'm gonna be wearing my mask on the, on the plane in <laughs> the know. airport um actually i think in puerto rico they are just now getting into phase one of mm-hmm. reopening and so they have they said you have to have masks as well there right so um but i'm not planning on doing anything crazy yeah hanging out at the beach you know, and Airbnbs are super cheap right now. Are you an Airbnb guy or are you a hotel guy when you travel? I would do either. It really depends on, like I said, I when, if I travel, I travel with people. So whatever yeah. people feel like they want to do. Man, we um, got some fun trips, man. Hell yeah. What, what was, uh, every year I try to do a little, uh, a birthday trip. Uh, in the last two years, I invited other people to join me. And so year before last, we went to Panama. And then this year, in 2020, we went to Costa Rica. Costa Rica was dope. Which one did you enjoy more, Panama or Costa Rica, and why? Something about Panama is always going to stick with me. It's like, like, because I, I feel like I feel like we, uh, it's one thing to go somewhere and just, like, be there. And then it's another thing to go somewhere. And, and when you're there, you find something awesome. And I feel like that that shop bar that we found and everything about that experience was my favorite part. Like, like <clears throat> stuff about Panama was sort of difficult and frustrating. Like, if you yeah. remember when we were out and we, you know, the language barrier yeah. was really messing with us until we found other people, you know, from America too. Then it was like, oh, yeah, now we can Not open up America, as a America, but from freaking <laughs> Florida. So I'm from Tampa. Yeah. It was crazy. Why is yeah. every year? It's two years in a row. Right. Two years in a row we found somebody that in another country yeah. was from Tampa. Think about Costa Rica. Yeah. We met those girls there. That's true. That's uh, true. Uh, uh, they were from Tampa. Yeah. They was, they was, those was lames though compared, compared to the girls we met in uh, Panama. Like, Definitely a different experience. Yeah. Panama was cool. I think for me, I think I enjoyed Costa Rica a little bit more. Yeah. Only because, and they're both dope locations. Right. And, and for those who have never been to Panama City, Panama, not Panama, here in Florida, uh, Panama, right. other country, Panama. It was so much more developed than I thought it would be. I guess a Costa major Rica? city, no, Panama. Panama. Yeah, yeah. Like Panama was man, that skyline. That yeah was amazing. Yeah, and I was like, yo, and the nightlife was crazy. Like it was a turn up. It was like it's a turn up city. Yeah. I felt like. Yeah. Um, but rel- relatively cheap as far as like you know dollar for their money but i enjoy panama but costa rica i felt like we did way more yeah we did it way more in costa rica think about yeah think about yeah. costa rica we did, we did we everything did. every every day yeah we, we stayed on the move we did that uh the the um the hike we did the hiking um, we did the, oh, the zip, zip line. line in costa rica you know what i forgot about costa rica <laughs> I forgot about what I did in Costa Rica. We did the zip lining, which was hard as hell. Yeah. All the way up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, but it was scary. It was scary as shit. Um, we, we did we did the boat again. Did the boat. The, the, the yacht. We did a lot of shit in Costa Rica. Yeah. Not to mention the beautiful women that we saw at the hotel. Now, some of us, we, we didn't do nothing. Some of our homies did some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but man, let me tell y'all something. Maybe that's what it was. I think I think uh I was I was single in Panama and I was I was not single in Costa Rica. So that it was is a different vibe. <laughs> that's a different vibe. <laughs> that is true. That is that yeah. is definitely true. You were single in Panama and not single in Costa Rica. Yeah, so Yeah. Um That's all good though. I'm supposed to be going to uh so I'm, I'm in, in September I fly to New Orleans for like a day mm. and then that evening i'm supposed to see dave Chappelle and joe rogan perform stand-up though. comedy and then the next day i fly to vegas and i'm there for like four you days. love some vegas i man listen, you love some you vegas know, i'm not a I'm vegas a, fan i'm not a vegas you know fan. what it is so the, the only thing that got me into vegas was that i i know people who love going to vegas and they just go every year so every time i go i have fun no i mean what the frustrating thing about vegas is you gonna spend some money you gonna like if you really want to have fun, you gonna blow some dough, and 
you know, besides coming back broke, it's it's usually a really good time. Like I've never gone to Vegas and not have fun. I'm not a Vegas man. I, you gotta go, man. I'm gone. Are you going to Vegas? What you go to Vegas? What you go to Vegas? My thirtieth. My thirtieth, man. I went, to, I went to Vegas. Who'd you go with? A bunch of my friends. We went there. We went there for too long. We were there for like what? five. Yeah, days. no, no, no. Well, five days ain't that bad. What? what so what you do when you were in Vegas? Everything. Yeah. I mean, well, only I didn't do. We didn't do the shows. Like, we didn't do the shows. Nah, you got. You got to do some shows. Man, those shows are expensive as hell. Hell yeah. That, I told you you're gonna yeah. see. So so that's why you ain't like Vegas because you ain't go out there and spend. You gotta spend I, some I didn't money. Say I didn't like Vegas. Yeah. Said I didn't care for it. Yeah. Like it's not my kind of vacation. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like for me, when I travel, I don't. I travel to get away from life. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't like feeling so, so busy mm-hmm. that I feel like when I get back, I need a vacation from my vacation. Hundred percent. Yeah. But Vegas. You know what I mean, like you go to Vegas, you, you're not going to sleep. Right. You're not going to relax. You're going 100%. there to have a fucking good time and turn up 100%. and always be busy. Yeah. 100%. Right. But that's what I love about it is because. I'm, I'm gonna remember my experiences from Vegas very much so, especially with all the money. I like one of the things I did when I was out there was I went to one show. It's called Humanity, and I've heard of it. And while I was there, they they pulled me and this random girl up on stage, and it's a very sexual show, <laughs> like oh, yeah. extremely sexual, like just like I mean more or less every every uh, I don't know not scene or whatever, but every act or whatever is. Involves a lot of nudity and a lot of like sexually. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. So humanity is um is is intense. So one of the things that they the, the thing that they brought me up for it was basically just me and this girl and they um they just made us act stupid <laughs> in front of a crowd and uh yeah and I and was, was your was your girl. Were you single at the time or no? No, I was not single. So she's been talking shit about that ever since. Was she <laughs> she's in like, the crowd? She she's like, crowd? you still thinking about that white bitch from Vegas? <laughs> yeah, she was in the crowd. She was in the crowd. But it was uh, not, nothing crazy between yeah. me and the girl happened. It was yeah. more like they were like alluding to stuff happening between us. And then like, so what they did was they, they had us get on this bed. They had her get on top of me. And uh, then the bed went under the um, stage. And then they were showing like fucking uh, sexy stuff going. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was really funny for the crowd. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was crazy. Um. So stuff like that, stuff like that that I end up doing in Vegas, I just really enjoy a lot. And then, I, like I said, I got family out there. Yeah. Um, um, the people that I go with, they have family out there. One of our favorite parts of going to Vegas is just going to like their family's house and having a cookout. Um, being on the strip can be, can definitely be stressful. Like that's one thing we don't even do anymore is we don't walk the strip. Man, Walking I, the strip was so stressful. Yo, I uh, I did not realize how much fucking walking you do in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, if you're doing the strip, well, especially before. Now at least they got Uber. You can Uber between whatever, whatever you're trying to do or whatever. But walking the strip, it's only fun one time. It's one only time. fun once. And the problem, because the problem with the strip, if you've never been to Vegas, is that it's never just I'm going to walk across the block. Mm-hmm. You can't just walk across. You got to go to the end. Yeah, you got to follow the path. Walk right, go up the overpass, yep. back down. Back across It's just It's a lot of walking And I did not know What to expect when I went mm-hmm. And my feet My my dogs Gone by the time I finished Yep, yep. So But you know That's that's traveling man So I hope y'all out there You know Whatever you're choosing to do Whether you're choosing to travel Or not travel Hopefully you're at least Being safe And, and so I plan on being safe When I'm doing my traveling Wear um, your mask Wash your hands yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's talk about just relationships in general, not like male female relationships, yeah. but like friendships. And like like right now with social distancing or whatever, do you feel like you're having difficulty? Um, like like is anybody mad at you right now, family or anybody like that? Or like, are, do you feel like you're good? Because one thing that I struggle with, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't consider myself a people person in general. And you know it, it wears on my social life in general because I don't have I don't make a whole lot of new friends and I don't know how to nourish a lot of those relationships and I don't keep up with family because I just tend to find my, my way into like a bubble. Yeah. So I know you you're more of like a social butterfly. You're like yeah. the opposite. How do you feel? You're you're able to navigate that in this environment. Uh, it it has definitely it's definitely been a 
a struggle uh, for me to... Yeah, it's definitely been a struggle for me um, to to connect with the people that I've enjoyed connecting with that has been part of the building of my network, right? Like, I believe in... Some of my friends hate this about me, but I I like... If I have a good circle of network of people, maybe six, maybe say it's seven people, right? And there's seven people. If I meet somebody else that's dope as hell, I'm like, ooh, you should be in my circle. So I like bringing people in. I like that. You know, some of my friends are like, ah, this, this is like what they got. They don't want nothing else. They don't want to add nobody. They don't want to add nobody. So to me, so that frustrates me. And so I've had to go out and build a different a separate circle right and so it's it's, it can be difficult not being able to connect with them luckily the initial circle that i that i built i have been able to see them consistently at least on the weekends and we've all we just hang out we'll cook out on the weekends we'll grill out we have drinks and we just sit and talk for me that helps keep my sanity I get that You know And so I don't have To always be around Everyone Yeah Cause it's not even like I I'm never I was telling somebody else this uh, I was telling the elders actually We were in Orlando I was like I'm not I'm not the center of attention Like I'm not the person If you see me in a, Navigating a, a social Social circle mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not talking You probably won't even hear my voice Right I'm just there in the moment, watching my friends, listening to my friends, and that makes me happy because I get to see how they laugh and what's making them laugh. Yeah. That's what I that's what I need. Yeah. And so See, I, I think it's dope that you were able to to develop that here. Cause one thing that I have trouble with, I, I think about like moving back to Detroit all the time. Mm-hmm. Cause that's where all my people are. And that's where that's where I felt that's that's the most consistent place where I've, I felt at home. There's been other places like when I used to live in Austin. I had a, a cool, a, a dope group out there. Like all the guys that I worked with, we all used to hang out. It was just a, it was just a, a, a regular thing. For a little while when I moved out here, I had like it was just like me and two other people. We used to just do all types of shit together. Ever since that though, that time, I haven't had like a consistent group of people that I, I hang out with or I do things. Yeah. So right now it's just me and my girls, and I just be at home. Not having like a you know a, a circle mm-hmm. as you put it or whatever I think you know it it makes it difficult it makes it difficult to enjoy life because mm-hmm. you need that that social environment so you tend for me you know you, you try to find other things to do or or you or you end up kind of retracting like so I, I play I play video games a lot and that's mm-hmm. part of just how I, I manage yeah. not necessarily having a, a, a whole social life yeah you know what I'm saying outside of that it's just me and my girl so. I think what do, what do you think what do you think has contributed to that to not being able to build What's, the network that you would like to have had here or want to have here that you do not have and that you had in Austin? I don't know how to uh, develop or how to create that. I don't know how to build that. So in Detroit, it's just my family. It's just people uh, I've, gotcha, I've grown up gotcha, around. So I didn't gotcha. build it. It just happened. Yeah. In Austin, it was. Work you know, people. eight guys that I just work with, and uh, then we all just clicked, gotcha. and everybody was cool. We played games on the weekends, we watched movies on the weekends. Everybody was having, somebody was always always having a party, um, something like that. Um, so that it just it just happened, mm-hmm. and then out here, more or less, same thing. As soon as I moved here, um, one of my best friends' sisters, who we never had a conversation before in our lives, mm-hmm. hits me up. Was like, I'm, I'm I'm coming to visit you, and I'm bringing a friend with me, mm-hmm. and then that's how I met my ex. You know, like the girl that I was engaged to, the three of us just hung out for like four years straight. Gotcha. <laughs> and then, you know, once she moved away, me and the other girl broke up. Then, ever since then, it's just been like, you know, no, I, I don't really have a consistent social group of people like that. I wonder if that's so a, I don't know how to build it. I wonder if that's a a introvert struggle. Yeah, I think so. Cause I think I it well, because cause being what 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 I don't I can't speak for every introvert. Yeah. But I know for me. I don't like a lot of people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, to, to put it the way I normally put it, I, I don't like anybody unless I know them. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know anybody, you ain't gonna get a chance to like them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. people that I don't know, I I don't I feel anxiety in trying to interact with those people. 
so it's difficult to build a relationship out of that. Like, like for example, just just talking about people that you know we've we've interacted with. Mm-hmm. I like Marcus. Marcus is a cool dude. Marcus is a good dude. He's I good don't dude. like. It'd be cool if we were closer. If we were actually like yeah. much better friends. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but, 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 but like in Costa Rica, we yeah. were like we were like a group. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were like a, a so that that was cool for what it was. Yeah. Ever since we came back, maybe I hear from Marcus every once in a while. He he invited me to the beach a couple weeks ago, and yeah. I think I had something going on or whatever, so I couldn't do nothing. But stuff like that. But it's I, not even just. Yeah. It's 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 definitely it's a huge me problem. It's a huge me. Not necessarily trying mm-hmm. things or trying to figure out how to make things work, mm-hmm. and then I just retract. I just find something else to do. I I think that it is harder in general to in today's climate to make new friends and to stay in touch with new friends yeah. than it was five years ago, six years ago. Oh yeah, especially or, right now or whatever, right? Yeah. I think. When I, when I moved here, and this is this is for any zipper listening. Like sometimes you just gotta do the things that make you uncomfortable, right? Right, right? So when I moved here, I didn't know nobody at all. I had no family. I had no. I didn't even have a job when I moved here. Um, but I forced myself to go out to meetup groups, and then and I didn't. Yeah, we met through the meetup group, right? And so my goal wasn't to try to befriend everybody in the damn meetup group. Right. My goal was just to try to find a couple of people who I thought were who had good good vibes, and so I, I would just so I would just take one person and I would say, "Hey, you seem cool. What's your number? Let's hang out." Blah blah blah. And this was men and male and females, right? And so I just started making myself uncomfortable and just trying to build that. And so I just took that. So I think for anybody who's an introvert who wants to make new friends, you got to make yourself uncomfortable, right? You just you know what, and then. But it's also it's also hard because we all say we're busy. We're all busy. We all got things to do. I don't hear from Marcus at all. I don't want to hear from Marcus. Can we, <laughs> we go. Can we both play Call of Duty. Yeah. And we, we so we we hey you online? Yeah, I'm online. So we hop on, we talk here and there. And then I play tennis with them. But I had to invite them out. I was like, hey, you don't know if you play tennis or not. But me and my homie play tennis. We need somebody who else want to play tennis. So then I'll see him playing tennis. So we're just trying to do. Unfortunately, a lot of times you have to be the one to initiate the hanging out, the catching up, yeah. until you get to a point where that circle is just closed and you like, yo, what the fuck you doing? I ain't doing nothing. I'm sitting on the couch. Come on, we're going to hang out the pool. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. So, yeah. so like, one, one, I think the thing that makes it, <clears throat> makes it a frustration at this point is like, I, I sort of had a bit of a, a circle, which included, you know, Ed or whatever. And I had some other friends. Um, but we're, none of us are, at least outside of myself, they're not really like the hangout type of people. Like, yeah. like Ed will, Ed will go out. If I say, if I hit Ed up and I'm like, hey, let's, you know, you want to do something or whatever, like he's down to go out and hang out and do stuff like that or whatever. But as a group, we, the four of us, we don't really like hang out like that. So we do hang out. It's like maybe once a month, once every two months, and we'll get wings, you know, catch up, talk, whatever, whatever. But, you know, for me, as, as somebody who, this is what my girl told me. My girl told me, from my girl's perspective, I'm, an, I'm, I'm not an introvert because she sees me in a space where I'm comfortable around people. And when I'm comfortable, I won't shut up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I tend to be more, I just, I just blossom more. But that's, that's, where I, that's where I shine. That's where I like to be. I like to be in a space where I'm comfortable around people. If I'm around people where I'm not comfortable, I just kind of attract myself. I don't, I don't talk about it or whatever. So I'm an introvert depending on who I'm around. But as soon as I get around people I like, like, yeah. like, like I have a cousin who you know I grew up with or whatever. When I get around this motherfucker, you can't, you can't shut me up. Can't shut you up. Like the two of us be going back and forth talking, talking shit, like talking about old stuff, whatever, whatever. And I like that. I like that that version of myself. But I don't, you know, I, I can't get in touch with that version if I'm not around people who make me, who bring that out of me. Bring you out, you know yeah, what I'm saying? It makes sense. So, I don't know. It's a it's a, a, a consistent struggle. Still working on it. Still trying to figure. I, mean, it out. I think it's a struggle for a lot of people, especially yeah. during quarantine and that one. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready, ready to get go back out, out you know? man. I, I think last night, last night I was thinking about going out because I was like. Like, this fucking sucks. I went to a dope spot two weeks ago. Uh, Copa? 
yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw so that. So sippers, if, I you, so mad. if you ever, if you ever, if you don't live here in, in the Tampa Bay area, we really have two dope cities. We have Tampa, the city of Tampa, and we have St. Pete. Uh, I guess you can, I guess you can technically include Clearwater as a cool spot too, right? But the major spot most people go to is Tampa, downtown Tampa, downtown St. Pete. Yeah. Um, Come up, come across the bridge. You're probably gonna fly into Tampa International, and you're gonna try to stay on Tampa side. Come across the bridge. So I went to a spot called Copas. So this is the first night that the bars were open. A lot of people were there. So we out there, we're sitting in, sitting outside, two servers, two black servers. Turns out that the two servers were the owners. Oh, I didn't know that. We didn't know that. But we just so we just so happened at that moment to be talking about, hey, you know what? This is a black-owned business, and you know we're out here supporting them. We're glad. And they was like, yeah. We're like, thank you for coming out here. We appreciate it. He was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. You know, just treat them kindly. Cause we didn't. That's how we are. And then my friend Ken was like, I think those are the owners. He was like, nah. These guys are like. 20s. They look like they're in their 20s. Yeah. Right? We was like, nah, that can't be the owner. I said, why would the owners be out here serving people? Right? So we got, we moved inside because it started raining. I said, let me Google. Let me, just, let me, let me see. And sure, as, sure enough, two young black brothers from St. Saint, Saint Pete, they were the ones out there serving. I was like, you know what? That shows you that they care about their business. They could just yeah, be man. in the back doing nothing or not be there at all. But they were out there on their, on their feet serving people and it was a dope spot and I am definitely going back there was some honey there yes yes it was and it was cool so yeah yeah so that's definitely get out there and make me feel safe you and girl and yeah I, I can't wait to get back out I, I, I feel like I, I didn't take advantage of you know like like one thing I, t- I say about Tampa on a regular basis, and you know, Tampa, including St. Peter- Petersburg, is that whenever I leave here, I'm gonna be upset because I think I love it here. I just don't try to try to do enough to like yeah. really experience it and appreciate it or whatever. Because there's definitely things I love about being here in general, just as far as stuff I've done. You just take it out there, man. Like, you got one, you got love. One, you got love water. Yeah. We're surrounded by water. Oh, shit. That's, that's one thing I did the other day. Uh, me and um, a, 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 like a family that I'm, I'm good friends with out in Brandon, we, we uh, took a boat out to, uh, I think we were down in Sarasota somewhere. I can't remember. It was Venice. Venice, Florida. I've never been to Venice. I've yeah. always, always drove kind of through it. Yeah, we, we hopped on a boat. Well, I get why you would. <laughs> uh, once, I, once I finish the story. So we, we hopped on the boat. Um, it was me and uh, my man Ray, his family. Um, his kids or whatever We're out on the boat um, We, we uh, pull out of the uh, marina or whatever and, and go to like an area where all the people are And then once we like get settled You know hop off the boat You know go to anchor Chilling, getting in the water, having fun Next thing we, next thing we know we look up like Is that a Trump flag? Oh that's a, that's a Trump flag Holy shit there go another one Oh there go another one right there Whoa there's there's five Trump, Trump flags all around us <laughs> Holy shit Where are we How do we get here You know like That was probably The worst thing about it Aside from that It was a blast I had fun I got a little sunburn But And and I hurt my fucking foot Stepping on a shell Or whatever But Mm. But That was fun Bruh That made me zip line Who cares about Stepping on a shell (laughs) You zip line In Costa Rica (laughs) That's true I survived You dove In the gulf Of Costa Rica That's true uh, uh, feature, yeah. That that makes me uh, <laughs> that reminds me of back when you was like boating and stuff like that a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm mad I didn't uh, I didn't go out with y'all. I, I didn't get a chance to go out at all. Like not one time while y'all was doing. Yeah, it. we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do it again. Yeah. So so what? So when y'all used to do, y'all used to just find like little spots or whatever. Yeah, we would just ride out, man. We would just ride out and just have our drinks, yeah. have our music, and we would just go, man. We would How just was ride. What, what, where, where would y'all go? Like what was well, the with, that, like? with that boat club, um, we we just went to like you know I live in Clearwater, so we would go from Clearwater side to like over to Whiskey Joe's, or we'd go over to oh. uh, South St. Pete. I mean South uh, South Tampa, yeah. over by like uh, Gamby, because there's some restaurants over there. You can pull up on the boat, 
Uh, so we were just trying to go to different spots, man. So, but we were trying to find another boat club for sure. But that one's not around anymore. Something happened with it. But you thought I could be on the water. I'm excited about it. Yeah. All right, Sipper. So this is just an extra blessing for y'all this week. We just giving y'all know we typically only do one episode per week, but we had a little extra time. And so we just want I just wanted to bless you with uh, some guy talk, some about relationships, seeing a different guy's perspective. Don't listen to Remy. I don't have a lot of options. <laughs> I'm single for a reason because I don't have any options. Holler at your boy. Holler at you. Don't holler at Remy. Hey, he's 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 a really good guy with options. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Tune in to uh, this week's episode of Racial Injustices. Go catch it. Go listen to it. Uh, it's me, L, and Remy talking about everything that's going on in the crazy world of 2020. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey.